when we recorded last week's, we recorded for almost two hours and had a lot of things that had to be cut out so that way you had a reasonably length podcast episode. Um, but amongst those things that we cut out, in the midst of our Did you know section, we got a bit off topic talking about some specific conspiracy theories, and I wanted to share this bit with you guys, so that's why you get this bonus segment. So, here you go. Us talking about stuff. Welcome to the Barely Saved Podcast, where we have the discussions real Christians don't have. Here's your hosts. I'll put the polar bears one too. It it the uh, the polar bears one was from uh, Alaska.gov, and as we all know, .gov websites are just fake news. Fake news. No, no, they can be fake news. They're not always fake news. Oh, is, does it change with the new administration? <laughs> no, it's not tied to administrations. It was just whitehouse.gov that was fake news some of the time. Other .govs were still good. Okay. All right. I'm I'm just I'm just learning. Matt, the administration hasn't changed. There's a plan. Oh. That's right. March 4th. What is it? What what March? Why why what? Okay, I know we explained. It's the Ides of it's it's the Ides of March, right guys? Well, the Ides of March is 15th. Oh. Maybe maybe we just did some bad math. I don't know. <laughs> it's March IV. I just thought that was short for Ives of March. No. No? Yes, it's March 15th. The joke is they don't know when the Ides of March is. <laughs> <clears throat> so who gets to say et to Trump? Or is it et to Mike Pence? I don't understand. <laughs> et to Schumer? Et to McConnell? I have no idea, but that's when our Lord and Savior, Donald Josephine Trump, will rise from the ashes of his administration and reclaim his throne to be our Phoenix King to lead us into the new age of America. Oh, my. The American monarchy. No, 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 no. It's not a mar- It's still democracy, but with a king. Here's, here's the thing that gets me. The QAnon followers, mm-hmm. what they literally want. Mm-hmm is a military coup Mm -hmm. to overtake the legitimate government of the United States. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they don't see that that's what they're asking for. Mm -hmm. Right. And it just, it breaks my brain. I don't understand why you're, why you're confused here. Listen, let me, let me hold on real quick, real quick, real quick. I want to, I want to take you, I want to take you on a journey in your mind, Caleb. Okay. Are you ready? You ready to go on this mind journey? Please, because I need help with this. Okay. Picture South America. If you will. It's like America, but South. What did the Reagan administration give to South America? Poverty. Military coups all over the place. It's true. And if Reagan will give other nations military coups, why can't we give ourselves one? (laughs) And we know how good Reagan was, the greatest president of all time. And if he's going to give it to other nations, we should be able to give it to ourselves. Okay. You're starting to get it now, aren't you? I am just as lost as I was before. <laughs> because what you have here, Matt, what you're arguing for is actually a lack of logic. Well, no, 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 no. It makes so much sense. We saved socialist countries 
And now that we are a socialist country, thanks to the horrible person who apparently is Joe Biden, we now have to military coup ourselves to save us from the socialists. Right. Mike's got this down. Mike, Mike, you nailed it. I I figured it out. <laughs> I'm, I'm so proud of you. We're just bringing Reagan home. That actually, you know what? I'm with you now. That actually does make sense. That's really unfortunate that it makes sense. Is because we see ourselves as a socialist nation, we have to be fought the same way. As dumb as it is, that is literally like we are making fun of this, but that's literally the logic, right? No, I think I think that that actually is the logic. Even if it's not a conscious logical like progression in their brains, like that's the yeah, that's the thought. <laughs> oh, you just so even okay on a on a more serious note, I have oh, no. it has bothered me. Long before, you know, there's been talk of like Trump in 2024 or other things or, you know, I've, I've seen people make comments about like having Donald Trump Jr. or, you know, Ivanka or somebody like having basically a Trump dynasty. And I, I just I don't understand why it was one of the issues I had with Hillary being the candidate didn't have as much to do in a lot of ways with policies or those things. It was like, no, you're having... We don't, we don't need a dynasty. Like, we don't need, we don't want a dyna- dynastic system. That's, we already had, like... But we do want a dynastic system, right? Think about, think about America. We've had the Adams family, the Washington family, the Roosevelt family, the Kennedys, the Bushes. Uh, we, we thrive in familiarity. I'm saying that we shouldn't, and we shouldn't do that, though. Why? No, but that's the American way. Like, everybody wants a a dynasty. Like, everybody. I know, but it just isn't. Everybody wants to rule the country. Actually, they don't. Like, a lot of us are like, please, God, no. I would never want that job. I would love to be in charge of everything. I feel like I could do a pretty good job. But I'm just saying, that was was my bigger issue, was like, I, I mean... Or having, like, Jeb Bush running again, I was like, oh, come on. Like, we don't need another... I want to hear why why you think we don't need dynastic uh, power families. I just don't think it's wise. I actually think that dynasties would be better because you would be able to, like, train up people when they're kids to actually rule and actually be decent people. Yes. That's true. And I can see that argument. I guess I just... Because a a democracy breeds power-hungry individuals to get the highest offices in the land. So I think that democracy in and of itself, after a long period of time, breeds unhealthy people going into public service. Because they no longer think of themselves as public servants. And I can see that. Whereas if you get a really good dynasty, which... Agree. Now, let's be clear. They're all empire. They're all evil. So it doesn't matter. But you and your evil empire, unless it's a Star Wars empire, in which case they weren't necessarily the evil ones. Thank you. Well, it was just a different kind of empire, though, right? Like the Republic was an empire of sorts already. So in, in answer to Matt's question, I <laughs> and I see I see the logic of that. And I see that that could end up being a good thing. I just and I. I maybe even don't really have a good argument about it. It just made me uncomfortable to have to continue to have that kind of like consolidating power in certain families with the current system that we had. If it was an intentional, we're setting up a dynasty and this is how we're going to do it. I think that is different than than the kind of dynastic culture that has been built within our politics now. 
okay, I want to be with you, but I, you haven't presented an argument. Do you have an argument? I, I, I know. I just said that. I literally just said that. And no, <laughs> it just makes her uncomfortable. And because leftists are just, they do things off of their feelings, obviously. Like, that's the issue. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> but but I, did, I did present an argument. I did. Freaking lefties. <laughs> I did say that I think there's a difference between if we said, like, we're going to form a dynastic, a healthy dynastic family and system versus the one that is naturally occurring within our the culture of the american politics i hear what you're saying i i just uh don't necessarily agree that's fine like i don't have an issue necessarily with people being in the same family and getting to the highest positions in the land like i think that's just fine as long as they merit the position to some extent on their own and it's not just getting there because of the brand right I can see that. But like the wisdom that you can gain being a part of those families is just, you you know the system better. Mm -hmm. People people always want to talk about like, we don't need career politicians. And I understand the idea, but that's a complete misunderstanding of how the position works. Like you need to know the ins and outs of something that's this large. Like you don't want someone who's never been in government to go to Washington and just be a politician because they're going to put their foot in their mouth. They're going to say dumb things. They're going to do dumb things. They're not going to think through their actions. They're going to think like to the next step. But if you're really in politics, you got to think four or five steps ahead. And now sometimes it's not always good, but we, we want people in those positions who have experience and wisdom and knowledge. That's, that's what we need. So anyone who thinks that that's not important, I mean, I understand your concerns. I just think you're wrong. Okay. Are we going to, I think Rebecca's going to ask us to move on because this is a really long did you know, but she raised her hand. So let's see what she's saying to say. I raised my hand because I, and I agree, I agree mostly with you, Matt. I think my, my argument or the, the thing that makes me the, the most uncomfortable with things like with Clinton running when she did or with, um, it feels like a loophole when you've already had eight years of one administration with like the spouse. Like, and I'd feel the same as much as I love Michelle Obama. I'd feel the same way if she ran. Yeah. They're different people. They're so different. Michelle and Barack. Is that what you mean? No, um, Hillary and Bill. I don't tie them together. The spouses or the. No, I don't tie the spouses together, but that's also like a representative of my relationship. Like, my wife is very different than I am. Our ruling styles are very different. Like, if you put me in lead in the lead and her in the lead, things would get done very differently. Yeah. And I can see that. It just seems like a bit of a loophole for the, you know, the the way that our constitution is structured. Well, I mean, to be fair, we we signed that amendment after FDR cuz people didn't want an FDR, another FDR, which is honestly a little dumb because the FDR years were some of the best years of America coming out of a recession or d- the Great Depression and leading us through a wartime that was very fraught with all sorts of bad we, we did it because we were like, oh, Washington set an ideal and we should live by that. It's like, well, m- maybe, but if we if we could have gotten another term of Obama, it'd be better than what we just had for four years. We also kind of already have a dynastic system kind of set up in just the fact that like the children of politicians or the family of those politicians already have a leg up over like, say me, to break into the world of politics because they're starting from an advantage of... Having having money coming from that area and like 
know, having the connections already. So I get, like, we kind of already have that. As a transition point, it could be said, though, that having a dynastic system within our government would create an echo chamber. Thank you for listening to the Barely Saved Podcast. Make sure to subscribe using your favorite podcast app. You can find more episodes, links, and show notes at barelysavedpodcast.com.